This show is brought to you by Made by Super. Hiring a design studio is more necessary than you think. Your brand is important, and how it's represented shouldn't be phoned in. Whether it's your logo, website, messaging, online ads, environment, graphic design, or social media, you need professionals, thinkers, advocates for your brand, people that will make you look good. It will make a difference. Trust me. Go to madebysuper.com and hire great designers to get to work for you on your brand. Also brought to you by Age Old Trade Design, LA's premier hospitality design firm. Welcome to Acting Real with Kat Foster, where I talk with talented, seasoned professional actors about how they use what they've learned from acting in their real, everyday lives. Today we talk to actor Angelique Cabral. You may recognize Angelique from films like The Perfect Family and Friends with Benefits. Or you recognize her from her many, many roles on TV shows like State of Affairs, NCIS, Transparent, and Grace and Frankie. She also starred in the Fox series Enlisted, and most recently, she's been starring on the CBS comedy Life in Pieces. Enjoy. It is a skeleton, and you have to discover where the bones go. What I need for my life, I am drawn to create the play. You must use the play. You must use it. Hi. That's why I say hi. So many things that we want to talk about. So many things. Um, uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. But you had questions for me, too, but which is great. But I'll also, I have questions for so many for you. I was literally like, how did you decide to do this podcast? This is so cool. And you have, like, (laughs) such cool guests. So I'm so excited. um, I would, I, well, I had always listened to a lot of podcasts. And then I, like, I... I don't. I always been like, well, I should do a podcast. I should do a podcast. Like, but what would I do it about? And like, you know, like I want to talk to actors, but like that seems like what I'm not going to just do like a podcast about like acting. Like that doesn't feel. I don't know. I just didn't right. know. And then one day I took a nap, and I wo- like woke up 15 minutes into the nap. We were on vacation, and I like took a nap, and I was like, oh, acting real. It, like the title came to me. Wow. That's and almost then, like it was like a deep shavasana or something, totally. and you like it came, you came out of a meditation. Yeah. Like, ding, 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 ding. It's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. So then cool. from there, like I luckily knew um, Chris Mako, who's not here, but Hanami right. and Chris, they have Made by Super, and um, they produce podcasts. Sometimes they do many other things, but that's one of the things they do. And so you know, so I like called kismet. them and I got yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's happened. very it's very exciting. It's I like, love it. Yeah, and just to be able to be cozy and just chat about I our know. lives. I'm like, talk about myself. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, because love I want to know all about you. Because here's what I remember. I know it's. I, so... Do you remember when we met? Do you remember? So my version of the way that we met, yeah. was at the Sarah Finlay Women's Week weekend, wasn't oh, it? No, it was before that. Like a it lot was? before that. But that was the first time we connected. Connected. Then you yeah. sent me that book, and I oh, was right. not even the pregnant cards. yet. But the destiny cards and predicted I, it. It was like in my thing You're that like, I was going to wow. get pregnant. That remember because I was I don't know if you remember this, but I was like struggling with this idea of fertility and getting pregnant and whether or not I was ready in my career and all this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you sent me that, uh-huh. and then I was like, this woman is so incredible, and you knew so many people that oh I God, knew, so and sweet. it was such a beautiful day at Mary Elizabeth's yeah, house. Yeah. And it opened a lot for me that we that weekend for some day. reason. Yeah, yeah. And then I got pregnant like very much, I think, within about six months or eight months. Wow. And it wasn't a fertility thing as much as it was my own heart and head ra- being wrapped around this idea of motherhood. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But where did we meet before that? We met at Richie Keene. Here's my version. Oh. So Richie Keene had a 40th birthday yeah, party. he did. And you were there and I was there. And you were with Lindsay Kraft. Lindsay Kraft, that's right. Who's going to come on the show, who I love so much. I love her so much. Yeah. And um, and I, of course, I, re- I you remember were on this the balcony. You were on and the balcony. Jim, I was with Jim, and it, and Bri- Brianna and Richie had just started, had just started, just started, like barely. It was very new. Very new, and yep. um, and you were with Jim, who? Jim, my my dude, dude, my baby your daddy. dude, your baby yeah, daddy. Yeah, Jim. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember that because he was sort of like the whole thing, like. We were sort of new. Jim and I were new. Right. And so, like, we were at a par- Anyway. I remember that now. But I remember. And she brought cupcakes. Were there cupcakes? There was yeah, like cu- yeah, lots yeah, of yeah. Singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you were sitting there, and I just remember, like, oh, and you just got Life in Pieces. Mm-hmm. 
Do you mm-hmm. remember this? This was like four, five, almost five years yeah, ago. You yeah, you had just gotten life. And we, yeah, it was just the pilot. It hadn't even been picked up yet. I don't think because totally, it was just the yeah, pilot. Yeah, I don't I do even remember. know if it had like been fully yeah. cast or whatever. Wow, wow, and, wow. And I was like, who's this glowing? Like, who's this like this beautiful glowing goddess. glowing goddess who's like so <laughs> stoked and like happy? And then like, and then you know, like, and I wasn't even on Instagram yet, right? Um, at all, right. like I didn't, and and so anyway, then. Like and then now we follow each other and we're constantly yeah. yeah. And five years later, I'm like, hey, Kat, can I be on your podcast? We have asked her. I'm like, hey, I have lots to say. But you know what? I fucking love that you asked me because obviously I wanted to have you on anyway. Right. Like, and I just, you know, like it, there's a whole process that is not very organized about like how and when I'm like trying to reach out to people to get them on the of podcast. Course. But like you're definitely someone who I've always wanted to have come on right the fact that you reached out to me I was just like fuck I love that you did that well um, this is like a kind of a theme in my life like I kind of just take what I want can and you go ta- and get it. can you talk about that right now I think that um and like that just goes like to- were you scared by the way I, you know yeah. me you know yeah. me right but right. like I'm sure there's other examples in your life where like there's things that you want and you might feel like well but a like do I deserve that? Right. B, like, how will I get that? C, like, well, I know how to get it, but, like, should I reach out or should – like, how do you right. – how, how do I navigate all yeah. those? I would say that I have an elevated sense of self, like, from the beginning. And not to say that I'm, like, the shit or I'm, like, oh, I'm this amazing thing. But my whole life, when I look back at my childhood, uh-huh. I come from a broken – home like my parents got divorced but my my mom and my grandparents raised me mm-hmm. in Carmel in Northern California and I we didn't have a lot of money but we had like a restaurant and a little like vegetable store that my grandpa ran and it was always full of love and light and happiness and joy and it was super creative and my grandma was so cool and like we couldn't afford like guest jeans or like Keds but like they would always say, like, you can do and be and have whatever you want. Yeah. And, like, we would, like, pray and, like, mm. look at the stars. And Now, pray, like, were you guys Christian? We were Christian. I, I went to church yeah. every Sunday. Yeah. But then there was also, like, this spiritual side mm-hmm. that I've had my whole life. And it comes from my grandmother. But, like, say what you want. Talk to the universe. Right. It will respond. Mm. Be direct. Never worry that you're not good enough. Mm. Everyone has a story. Right. Everyone's coming from a place. Have empathy. Right. Be nice mm-hmm. and nice things happen to you. Mm. And so that's kind of like where I come from in and a your weird mom, way. And your mom, that was just my instilled mom, in you yeah, from an early from my, age. My mom and my grandma and my grandpa both, like all of them have had very kind of tumultuous winding lives. Mm-hmm. But with this intention and this kind of end game of like, it'll all be okay. Right. And nothing bad will happen. I mean, maybe it's like ignorance is bliss no, or no, optimism. No, you felt safe. It sounds like you felt really safe. I felt very safe. Now, the interesting part of that is that none of them had a good relationship with money. Mm-hmm. So like tangible, actual money. Uh-huh. So what I've had to work on as an adult human person who like kind of came into all of this success mm-hmm. is like... How do I handle money? Because like we never had any. Right. And it scared them. They were bankrupt. There was like a lot of like kind of negativity around money. Yeah. Lack of. Lack, lack, lack. And so I've had to change that to feel safe. Right. Interestingly enough. Like I've always felt loved. Yeah. But I've kind of never felt like deserving of money. And like about 2010 Mm -hmm. is when all that switched. And is that when you got into Kundalini? That's when I got into Kundalini. That's when I, I moved here in 2009. Mm Mm-hmm. I went to my first class New Year's Day of By the way, because I'm not going to have you, like, go through this because I listened to – you did another amazing podcast that I really on loved. On the den. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you talked about how you were in New York and you struggled with, like, a lot of envy and and just yeah. struggled. Struggle. Period. Like, it was just Jaded, a, a rough dark, yeah. place for yeah. you. And you moved to L.A. You right. already met your husband. And you guys came to L.A. and um, – and you got into kundalini yoga and that kind of like completely shifted your right your it kind whole... of like broke my heart open is the way yeah. i explain it and i kind of brought me back to that childhood mm. love and lightness mm-hmm. instead of being kind of dragged down by mm. this negativity why not me where's mine where's mine which i find is actually quite prevalent in la Fuck i find a yeah, lot it's of that everywhere it's really yucky and i try to like shake it off but i think that that kundalini kind of brought me back to like that sense of self and then ever since then I've kind of felt this opening if you will of my life my heart my 
my world and I don't live in fear. Like I feel like the worst thing that happens is you don't get the thing or it goes away or you don't have enough. But right. then I always just go back to this idea like I've never let myself down. Mm. I've always been okay. And mm. even when I was destitute with zero money, mm-hmm. working 19 jobs, mm-hmm. I was always the best at them. Right. And always someone would notice me and help me. And like Busy Phillips describes it in her book as like being shiny. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Or sparkly, I uh-huh. think she says is the word. Uh-huh. That's kind of like what I'm talking about. Like there's this like effervescence of like just go for it. And that's kind of like what brought me to be like, Kat, I'll do your podcast. Can I do it? Like because well, you were confident wor- that I would say, of course I want you to do it. Or my you wouldn't. And you'd be like, we'll circle back. And I'd right. be like, okay, but now at least you know that I'm interested. Right. right. So like the worst thing that happens is it doesn't go your way. Uh-huh. in any situation whether it's acting or you're a lawyer and you don't win the case or whatever it right. is and then you go on to the next thing but so, at least but also so underneath this though what it really like emotionally speaking like right y- there's a there's a lot of bravery that this requires I mean yeah you know and you and I think like you've practiced this right so like you've had I practice it every day every day yeah it's not like it just happens yeah so when's the last time can you remember a time recently where you were like you know where you had some fear where you were like um I want this or I need to do this but like I like I mean I'm living in it right now that's actually an interesting thing um I'm on a a television show called Life in Pieces and we're on CBS and we just finished season four. Mm -hmm. But this season we're like a mid-season, not a fall. Right. And our order got cut from 22 to 13. Got it. And, you know, we are, we're not owned by CBS. This is all boring bullshit, but like basically we're not owned by CBS Mm -hmm. so they don't care about our show. Like they do Big Bang or any of the other shows so you feel a little just your shows maybe a little bit disposable yeah we just feel a little bit disposable but the issue is is that we're about to be syndicated oh great and we have great numbers for them and they know it and this season is phenomenal and all of the big brass are like we love the show you're not going anywhere but there's an underlying whenever there's change Uh there's an underlying fear right like why is this different right why are you treating us different why do we not have an air date why 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 yeah so also within that it's pilot season so everything you know there's i'm and i'm a nerd about acting i fucking love it and it's all i I know leslie khan you teach with leslie Leslie, i coach i want to hear about that yeah yeah so i always ask my team to send me all the pilots because i just love to read yeah and of course i'm also like a hard worker a workhorse and i'll do anything so i'm like i could do that i could do like yeah you know and it's not that i'm we're very grateful and we know that it's like such a blessing to have shot a fourth season and to be this close to syndication but at the same time we're kind of like if we're not going to go on, then let, like, us, let us go. Yeah. And they won't let us go because they're like, by May, we'll get the pickup and then you'll be fine and we'll right. just go back to work in August. Right. But that's a longer hiatus than we're used to. Uh-huh. And then there's like a little bit of fear there. And so mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I am not busy mm-hmm. or I'm having these down, for lack of a better word, I would call it like a lull because mm-hmm. I'm not working consistently mm-hmm. and I can't. Like mm-hmm. CBS owns you when you're on a show. Right. They contractually will not allow you to be on other shows, mm-hmm. really. I am... I am guest starring on a, a recurring arc on Grace and Frankie, Fine. which is awesome. Yeah. And that like fills some time. But yeah. myself, I know myself well, I'm 40. I just turned 40. Yeah. When I have these like little lulls, yeah. I get spirally about like other shit. Yeah. Like stupid shit, like friendship. Like, oh, she didn't text me back. Mm. Oh, do they not like me? Like, mm. yeah, my mind starts to literally be stupid Mm -hmm. like a teenager Mm -hmm. like angsty teen Mm -hmm. so that's when I go deep into my meditation and I go Mm -hmm. deep into my journaling and I go back to my self-help work because Mm -hmm. I'm like I know that my mind is wanting and this is the bottom line like your mind wants to create problems and your ego wants to tear you down constantly Mm -hmm. so we're in constant flux of like you're the worst but we know uh-huh. That we're actually not that, right? So it's like, how do we balance well, that? Well, some people don't even know that. I mean, this I is... I know. Some people don't really understand, like, that their mind it's is like, not always there. you know there. how, like, your brake pad wears down in your car, you right. know, like, over time? <laughs> this is the craziest analogy because I literally know nothing about cars. Like, Well, you know not... me in cars. No, like, like, I can barely drive. Your gas. Like, well, yeah, also, what are you talking about? But, um... <laughs> Like I literally, this, I know nothing. But in my imagination, <laughs> there's something called a brake pad, right? I think and you you're like, right. okay, and mm-hmm. you like press the brake pad, and then over time, your brake pad wears down. Right. Well, some people like like the thing that you know. So you're, what you're describing is like you're pressing the brakes on like that thing that says like you know you're not good enough. They don't like you. They're not texting you back because they don't like you. Right. The whole thing is, um, and 
but some people don't have a, a strong pad. And right. so like their brakes don't work that well. And they just are constantly spiraling or whatever. Yeah. Right. That, yeah, right. Yeah. Or or really that that's their normal. Right. Is the spiral. Right. And that's really hard to catch. I mean, that cycle of like, you know, I and by the way, I mean, I'm speaking. So so for me, I'll say like, you know, I've done all, so much work on myself and all all the time. But you know, sometimes it's harder for me. Like the I second I get a job, I'm like, I'm going to get fired. Always. Oh. No matter what. Mm-hmm. And I and I mm-hmm. sit with myself and I meditate and I like write in my journal and I go to my therapy and I do all the things. But like these things are very reflexive. And, you know, the more work I do, the strong, the thicker my brake pad gets right. or whatever. Right. Um, but, um, but, you know, I, I phase in and out of like, being more scared or seeking more approval and then feeling more confident and And I think that's all actors probably and all artists probably all humans and all humans yeah I mean and I think the thing if anything that differentiates actors from all humans is maybe only that it's our fucking jobs right to be aware of it right because if we're not aware of it then it just takes us down because like there's right. a camera pointing in our face and like we just fall apart 100%. when we're because I mean we, yeah an actor who doesn't go to therapy or do self-help work like goodbye I don't know what you're yeah. doing like you that's it's your instrument you've got to know what's going on in your head yeah like your head it's everything right yeah so I would say that that's the num like the number one mm-hmm. like key to all of this mm-hmm. is like a healthy mind mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, keeping that in check. And just being, like, super, super self-aware and understanding that, like, basically what you're saying, which is self-help and, like, reflection is constant. It doesn't go away. It's not like once you make millions of dollars, then you're set. Oh, no. Then it's, like, worse. Yeah. By the way. Because there's even more to distract yourself with. Not only that, but then it's, like, you've got more to lose. (laughs) Right. So now you're, like, oh, I'm never going to work again. My baby's going to be homeless. Like, it only gets worse. (laughs) Like, I feel like you don't – the more money, more problems is, like, literally – the truth. The truth. And yeah. like the more you work, then you start to worry about, well, am I going to be relevant if I'm not on this network? Like, da, da, da. like Right. So it's it's constant. Now, the only thing I'll say just to be like have some awareness around this is that yes. like the like our mental problems are a certain kind of problem. But yes. there are also people who like have like eating problems. Yes. You know yes, what yes, I mean? And like yes. don't get enough food. And like so we understand that. We are, yes. So I'm coming from a place of under, understanding that. And right. also not saying – by mental problems, I know that there are actually people with like mental health issues, and that's sure, not that what I'm too. talking about. Right. I'm, I'm speaking more about the general kind of neuroses around acting yes. and and ourselves and, yes. and this industry, yes. which can drive some people yeah. to like a bad place. Yeah, and I. But would, by the way, like any, I mean, I feel like and but Jason deals with his interests, work, you know. It's all over. Yeah, in that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and so, yeah. what does your husband do? He, he's, he's in, in marketing. Fine, marketing. He's a businessman. He like he went to UCLA grad school. He runs um, Palm Wonderful, like the pomegranate juice. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Wonderful brands. Yeah, yeah. He runs like their marketing. Okay, great. Um, yeah. So, um, so like, yeah, like even in, you know, he's gotta go through stuff in his job where he's like, I mean, by the way, my husband too. He's not. He doesn't. He's not in acting at right. all. But like, he has days where he's like, oh fuck, like why aren't those people calling me? Right. You know right. what I mean? Or like, oh my god, this meeting and like. Well, the- and Jason was actually. This is so funny because this year, we, you know, it's again we've been on a show for a long time, so some yeah. of the there's always like little instances with sure, past of okay course, of course and he's like listen that's normal like a normal job you don't like everyone you work with that's right in a normal office job there are some weirdos and there are people that you don't hang out yeah. with and not everyone is best friends yeah yeah and you have to navigate those people and i think that yeah. we think just because we're actors that it's going to be like the wizard of oz and like everyone's going to love each other or no something. i know it's not that's that. a fantasy it's a fantasy yeah, and so and it's a fantasy in any job like right. your husband's saying so yeah. how do you like you know you're going to work and like there's there's some tension on the set i mean what do you yeah um <clears throat> yeah well i play my mantras listen cat <laughs> i rage 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 my mantras hada 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 i literally like meditate it out and yeah. I get my I have to so I have to hada, hada, take, hada. that's an actual mantra. it's an actual mantra okay and is that prosperity meant mantra. to oh that's a that's a prosperity mantra mm-hmm. okay so but is that the mantra that you would use in the, the case of trying to get it yourself to be no in that case I was I, I joke around about how to how because I do it all the time yeah, it's yeah. prosperity I've been doing it for like seven years yeah. but the one that I do to like get me get me around a situation is Aung San Wahegru and it's like it goes into the negativity and I just 
Aung San Wahegaru, like write and, and blow it and up. And do you say this quietly to yourself? Yeah, like I'll recite it or like I sing it. There's a bunch of um, mantras like you can listen to on Spotify. Do you like, do it 108 um, times? Um, not specifically, actually. You just do it I until do it the feeling Until shifts. it goes away. But 108 is a very powerful number. I do yeah. do a lot of things 108 times, like the like miracle what? mantra. The what mantra? The miracle mantra. What's that mantra? That's um guru guru wai he guru guru ram das guru 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 wai guru guru ram das guru 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 wai guru guru ram das. Do you do it with mala beads? Um, I don't. No. But I have it on. It's a song that uh-huh. plays 108 times. Oh, so then I know it. it's 108 times. So you times. do it with the song. With the song. I love okay. to sing. So yeah. like anything that I can sing to, and I'll like get myself pumped up because, as an actor and also just a human person living in this world, mm-hmm. you are your best friend and your best advocate and your only person you can ever fully solely rely on mm-hmm. ever okay mm-hmm. so like we got to get ourselves ready we got to like be able to keep up and keep going and yeah. keep strong and just go yeah so when I have a hard situation either at work at home whatever mm-hmm. I have to get those are my tricks to like get myself ready like mm-hmm. so that I can handle it and mm-hmm. not fall apart because now I have a baby and now yeah. I have like a mortgage and I yeah. have like things that are relying on me and I yeah. can't be like I can't just like lay in bed and watch Netflix all day. Right. I can't just like drink a <laughs> bottle of wine at noon. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we have to keep going. Yeah. And so for me, the mantras, working out, yep. meditating, eating well, mm-hmm. drinking lots of water, keeping the coffee to a minimum because mommy loves coffee. Right. And if I drink more than like two or three cups, I'm like, a, oh, please, I'm, I freak. I'm yeah, it's thing. too much. And so um, yeah. you mentioned therapy too. Are you in yeah, therapy? Yeah, therapy. I, I actually go to Sarah Finlay I would consider Uh her my therapist Mm -hmm. now because Mm she and I have been doing like a lot of soul retrieval work we've talked about Sarah Finlay on the show before she's uh we talked about her with Mary Elizabeth okay great so she's um our shaman right she's a shaman and Uh she has healed my life in so many ways Mm. my past in so many ways and kind of for me, actually, mm-hmm. her biggest thing and the thing that I'm constantly working on, which I'll be very honest with you about, yeah. is um, <clears throat> I'm okay. Mm. Going back to that safe place, mm. relaxing, enjoying mm. it. I've worked very hard for many years mm-hmm. and I'm a workhorse and mm. I'm very much like, what's next? What's, you know, what's coming? What's coming? But she was basically like, like I started working with her. We'd been circling for like a year and then I finally – was like out of nowhere I was like I need to come see you mm-hmm. it was after I had the baby mm. and listen I don't care what you say like every mother goes through a period of like adjustment okay like it's an adjustment oh yeah I don't think I ever suffered from like postpartum depression necessarily yeah. but I f- suffered from like postpartum who like who am I, am I? <laughs> yeah yeah like that's a real thing yeah and um she just like basically has been working a lot with me on just enjoying the moment mm-hmm. my my biggest thing is like breathing more, meditating more, not working so hard Mm. because I've worked so hard my entire life and Mm -hmm. I've been working Mm -hmm. like this since Mm -hmm. I was a wee child Mm -hmm. knowing, for example, like I was on full scholarship my entire life. Mm. So like I knew that I always had to be like somehow special and the best. Super type A. Super type A, super organized. Every day have to get through 9 million things to feel like I've accomplished anything, Mm. even on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And you know, even my workouts and like all of it, it's very controlled. Mm-hmm. And I have found success in that mm-hmm. huge success. Mm-hmm. But now she's like, we've got to open up this other part of you that's more maternal and kind mm. of actually more feminine, mm. less kind of masking, like white knuckling. How are you doing with that? Um, bet better. I would say that since I turned 40, like since the beginning of this year, Mm because I just turned 40 (laughs) like three weeks ago, Mm -hmm. I've made it. By the way, I think, amen for being out with your age because I am too. I'm 42. Oh, you are too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. fuck, I'm like, I'm very proud. Yeah. It's fine. And you're stunning. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I talk openly about this. I lied about it when I, like when I first moved here, I said I was 30. It was so stupid. And then it came out when I booked Enlisted and I was like, this is mortifying. Like everyone now knows I'm a liar. That's so stupid. So I'll never do that again. But, um. I'm I'm on hiatus, so I'm kind of forced into this relaxation period, and it's quite lovely. Mm-hmm. And I'm home every day by two thirty or three. Mm-hmm. I'm with my baby. Mm-hmm. We walk. We have playdates. We paint. We hang out. We cook. Mm-hmm. And then I have the mornings with her. And then mm-hmm. I have I have a full time nanny, but I've kind of worked it out where I'm like the middle of the day is when I do my stuff. So right. I try to organize it so that like by eleven o'clock I'm doing something, and uh-huh. then I usually have like a lunch meeting or something. Right. Just to feel like fun and like relevant and doing things 
because you can get very it's weird when you have a child you can get very easily sucked into just like being home and yeah. and it's quite lovely yeah. but i also i want i'm trying to find the balance yeah you want both yeah you want a little masculine and a little feminine yeah feminine. and i think i'm doing a better job at it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would say and part of it is that i'm forced into this sure, right now sure, yeah um but you know i have like very dear friends like zoe who and my dear friend Hannah, who are like writing, and you know their pilots are being shot, this and like is, all this stuff. This is so Zoe Lister Jones, yeah, Hannah Simone, okay. yeah, and Hannah yeah. Simone. You yes. know, you know all of them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know Hannah actually. I do know she's, Zoe. She's amazing, yeah, yeah. and I'm so proud of them. And it's like, I've pitched a show a couple of years ago, and I know that that's a world that I want to get into. Mm-hmm. But overall, I always try, especially in this industry, when we have to support each other as women, mm-hmm. well, as creators in general, but mm-hmm. like. That makes me so proud that I know them and they're my friends who are doing amazing work and like mm-hmm. showing up as women mm-hmm. with these powerful stories to yeah, tell. Really and they're getting made. Totally. And I'm hoping that they're going to get on air. So, so that's exciting to me. Will you take me to like a moment where, um, wherein you look at your, you text someone, you look at your phone like an hour later, they haven't texted you back. <laughs> and it's like, like, what do you literally like you, <laughs> like, or, you know, a moment where like, you know, you're you're waiting for your series pickup, right? Uh, for another season pickup for the next season, and like, what do you literally? I mean, do. yeah, yeah. Well, how do you how do you deal with your like moment to oh, moment anxiety? Man, it is exhausting, isn't it? I know it's it, fucking it exhausting, and also like with the uh, with the Instagram and the stories. Yeah, and, and I want to talk to you about like, your Instagram too. Yeah. Um, which we haven't really talked about social media, um, but but go here first. Oh, we'll go here first. We can... I would say that what I do is, uh, depending on where I'm at and in the day, like this is currently happening right now, um, I actually delete the text. I'll delete the entire person from my text. You know how like they save and save yeah. and save? Yeah. And I feel immense relief from that. Because you're just like, well, maybe. I don't care. Yeah. I put it out there. And if they don't write back, then it's. And then it's very interesting. But usually when I do that within a day or so, whatever, the person will respond. Be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't see this or whatever. Right. Um, I, I, now that I have a child, am worse at texting than I used to be. Like, I used to be, like, glued to my phone. But there Mm -hmm. are just hours when you don't look at it. And I find that freeing. Yeah. So that's allowing me a little bit of distance from it. Mm -hmm. I will, um try to untether Michael Singer and just understand that like again it's my mind playing tricks and if you really think that this little tiny text in the world of billions of people in this world where people don't have food and wars and global warming like if you really put it into perspective what are you doing right like this is so stupid right so you make it mean less I make it mean less like I talk myself out of it but it Mm -hmm. takes a minute Mm -hmm. and you have to sit there and like fucking talk to Mm -hmm. yourself I talk to myself Mm -hmm. a lot yeah and I feel better then and I feel and then sometimes I'll do fists of anger which is like you know a kundalini like very I can't do it right now but um it's like a very hard breath of fire to Uh just get it out and like Uh blow it out and Uh then I feel better. And it's really about how you feel. And when like you do you, stuff like fists of anger and stuff, do you have a place in your house where you like go? That's I mean, I do. I have own. an altar and I have my meditation, but I will literally do it anywhere. Like uh-huh. if something is raging on me and yeah. picking and, and bumping and bumping and bumping, yeah. I'll go into a public restroom. Yeah. I'll go into my car. Yeah. I'll go to someone's room and say, excuse me, can I use your bathroom? Yeah. And I'll just like do a, either a breath of fire or I'll like for three minutes yeah and I feel so much better yeah and it's all about how you feel so you know you I just like sitting across from you and just knowing you as I know you like uh, the, the you have so much fire Angelique so much fire you have so much fire like yeah like whoa I know am I burning you cat no kidding. it's amazing <laughs> no waka the waka. quote honestly what came to mind is this Victor Frankl quote um that those who are to give light must endure the burning and like you're, you burn, right? You burn, but you give a lot of light. Yeah, that's but, what Sarah said too. She's yeah. like, yes. And people take a lot and expect a lot, and mm-hmm. it can be exhausting. And also, I feel the repercussions of it, right? Because I'm like an empath and I'm very sensitive, yeah, which is ironic because I'm also very strong. But I it's take not. Things, it's yeah. actually to me, it's like the same fucking thing, right? Because when you can be really strong, you can allow yourself to be empathic. That's true. Whereas when you're 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 not you're a little wobbly, then it's harder to be an empath because it feels like maybe you'll get sucked into somebody else, right? Literally, right? Figuratively, right? Um, yeah, and also it would make sense that like she's working with you on the femininity thing because yeah. femi- femininity is watery and cool and cool, you know. Right. And I'm much more. Um, 
in my daily life and my the way I kind of navigate through yeah. through things, I'm yeah. much more masculine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Fire. gotten me far, but now I'm gonna find that like happy medium. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we let's talk about social media? Because here's, yes. here's what interests me. Um, because I love your social media so much. Like I actually just did a story of your stairs. I didn't tag you, you did? but I literally went the wrong way and I went all the way up oh and I was God, like, I'm, I'm in a magical fairyland. It's I amazing. Well, wait, I'll take you <laughs> out back there. Yeah. No, there is some cool stuff out there. It's totally Laurel Canyon. -y. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, how do I feel about no, it? <laughs> here's my question yeah. is like, do you feel, do you feel like you? Yes. On social media? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because here's what, because like, I'll just share what I do. Right. Is I go, I go, I want to post this or talk about this, but here's here's what everything that my brain does. <laughs> the first okay. thing that my brain does is um, I'm, there's terrible shit happening right now. Terrible. So like, who gives a fuck? Right. Or like, also like, how dare I post about something that's like good or happy when like somebody is like in a fucking detainment camp? Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah. Ha so that's what the like mm -hmm. that's basically the first place okay. where my brain goes. Then I go if I like can get through that in some way because of course we're all human beings, right? Like there's a lot of struggle and there's a lot of joy and like everything needs to be represented in this right. world. Okay. So then then I go. But is this is this me? Like, who am I? Like, I feel like, is this performance or is this like a real cat foster? And if it's yeah. a real cat foster, then why is she even wanting to post on Instagram? Like, can I just be like my own centered real self just sitting here on a bed and like meditating or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is it? What is it about? I need to like you know, am I just posting this because I need approval or assurance or do you know what I right. mean? Like I go through a whole like set of drama yeah. about posting on fucking Instagram. Right. Now I will. Now it's an hour later. But I will tell you. Yeah. Then it then then it's an hour later and I'm like, yeah, it's I time didn't to fucking need to post that. <laughs> or I'm like, oh God, I didn't even look cute anyway. Or I'm like, oh God, like no one wants to see that. Like look, somebody else just did this picture. Like that's way better. You know what I mean? Like whatever the thing is or now I need to feed the right. baby or whatever. Um, and I mean, admittedly, I'm not on Facebook. I never got on Facebook. Okay. I was okay. like late, late, late to Instagram. Okay. Late, late, late to Twitter. Like, I just uh -huh. am late. Like, I've never been on it. I never got on MySpace when that was a thing. Somebody right. put me on Friendster, like wrote a profile for me. Like, I've just <laughs> never been my jam. So, so I have my own shit. So it's but, already like an awkward thing. Like, yeah, you're not into it. it's already a little right. awkward. But, but I want to know, because here's, here's why I'm interested in you. Because you have this whole, you know, in some, you're very mystical. Oh, you're very expanded. You know what I mean? Like you have a lot of consciousness. Right. Okay. okay. I mean, you've worked on this yeah, very specifically. Yeah. Yes, you're, you're a real like you have a lot of mastery over mm -hmm. your feelings and your thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and I feel like you really participate in the world. And also you also have this very clear sort of separate, safe life in your heart and your soul and your right, body right um and so i'm interested in how you like talk to me about your process like how i marry the two yeah kind of. i want to know how that because that's what i'm always looking for right right when i'm whether i'm on instagram or in life i want to feel integrated right i want to feel like i am myself Right. That like it's, I'm not like a collection of disparate conflicting parts hmm. that like actually all of the sides of me, quote unquote, yep, are, are integrated. represented. Yeah. You know, it's a this is a very interesting topic and I've never spoken about it. Oh, honestly. my God. I'm, I'm Can like, we? I love this. Can we talk about you it? You know, absolutely. And I as you're talking about it, I think that the number one thing I would say is when I'm because, listen, unfortunately, we have to talk about it, okay? It's like part of our <laughs> careers and it's part of the world. And I hate it and I thought it was going to go away. But it's not yet and it matters and I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. Yeah. So like there are people who are late and are not going to ever do it and good uh -huh. for you. Goodbye. Like uh -huh. I have nothing to say to you. Good for you. That's fine. Like yeah. it's not for everyone. But I think that it's a smart move for many people in our situations. Okay. And I think that it's a really nice way if you are interested in sharing yourself mm -hmm. to let people in and to yeah. see part of you. Uh -huh. My number one thing is most of my – I don't plan my posts. I don't take photo shoots – like some people like have these yeah, people yeah. or they go on, they're like, okay, we're going to do a shoot today and we're going to do like 
you know, five looks. Right. And we're right. going to post this and this and they plan them and whatever. Right, right. Okay. I'm not that person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I have done a couple of premeditated photo shoots for Christmas only because I had all those sweaters and I had <laughs> to knock amazing. them out. Yeah. My, what I do is like, if it's funny and in the moment and it feels right, I post it. Yeah. And if it feels right, it feels right. If mm-hmm. it doesn't, I don't post it. And mm-hmm. I can tell immediately if I'm trying to work too hard on a mm-hmm. quote or a text or a mm-hmm. blah and a thing, I don't mm-hmm. do it. It mm-hmm. makes me feel yucky. I don't do it. Yeah. And I have posted a couple of times where then I look at him like, that wasn't me. That felt weird. Uh-huh. And it bumped me. Yeah. And I just feel like that should probably be everyone's kind of guide is like, how does it make you feel? Kind of like when you're with a person right. and you're having lunch. Mm-hmm. If you leave and you feel uplifted and whole, yeah. that's a good person. You should be around them. If you feel tired yeah. and exhausted and mm. depleted, don't mm-hmm. put that person in your life anymore. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing with social media. If it makes you feel fun and you're having a good time, do it. If it right. doesn't, then don't. Right. And and don't hang out with that person. Right. 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 Um, right. That was air my quotes. stories. Uh, that was what? Don't hang out with that person. Meaning, like, don't put that post. Don't put up. that post up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think that stories for me are cathartic and I spend a lot of time alone and I'm like a a kind of a weirdo and the things that I say and do and experience throughout my day are very real and I think that I get a lot of response I have a lot of followers that watch my stories at this point I'm I don't even have that many followers but my my Instagram stories are like about I think like 20,000 people watch my stories on a daily basis right now and that's like I guess a big deal I guess people yeah and I think it's because I never like anything that i not like I I feel like I'm just talking to you yeah. when I talk to Insta to my people my people that I'm talking to yeah. whoever that is yeah and I also think that you have to be real careful okay because we are is that totally true do you really feel like you're just talking to me I do like I mean I, without microphones in front of our faces and stuff I mean when if you really listen to the way I talk in my Insta stories yes and there are times I where do I, get that by the way this is why I'm so interested yeah. in in this with you particularly right. like it does feel you it feels very conflict free very conflict free yeah and i think that that's because that's how i am as a person like i am pretty conflict free right and when i i do catch myself on occasion Mm -hmm. doing something or saying something that might be a little um annoying or elitist Mm -hmm. or complaining Mm -hmm. i don't like that i don't Mm -hmm. like to complain Mm -hmm. and i know that i live a very blessed life Mm -hmm. and there are certain things that like i might find annoying that like certain people be like i would die for that so i try to clock that and i try to keep it all in perspective and just go back to like at at, you know at heart i'm a workhorse i'm a kind of a dork Mm -hmm. and i'm a real theater nerd Mm -hmm. and i this is how I get through my day. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not glamorous. It's not pretty. These are some tips and some tricks and some little things that I might help you. Yeah. And then this is my silly daughter. And I don't have a problem with putting Adelaide on social media. A lot of people do. For me, it's not. It's a non-issue. Yeah. I think that um, she's amazing. And I feel like all of my followers are nice about her and yeah. not weirdos. Yeah. And it, listen, when she's five or ten and she's in school and away from me, uh-huh. that could be different. But right now, I find it fun and funny. Totally. Um, I might change and I have no problem. That's such a personal thing. Like it is. Some moms are into it. Some moms are not. And it's I have like no problem honestly saying to whoever even follows it's me at hard. some point. Like I'm over it now, guys. Like I would say that. I See, would say I like, haven't had like, I mean, by the way, just while we're there, like, I mean, and this I think is like representative of my whole social media situation right. is that like sometimes I feel totally fine posting pictures right. of my daughter. And then other times I'm like, uh, I don't know if I like this. Well, then you know? I would say and like, so, then don't yeah, on but those sometimes days. I'm, exactly. So that's it. I mean, it could be as simple as that. And, and so then, but here's the next step. So don't right. on those days. And then here's the next step to me and be okay being you. Right. 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 So it's like not only, so it's, it's like, don't do it on those days. Right. So like, so my social media, your social media is one where your daughter's all over it and she's right. so fun and beautiful. And it's the best thing ever. My social media is like, I'm not, I'm sometimes okay with posting pictures right. of her. Sometimes I'm like not, you know? Right. Um, and then, so like you're okay with you being you and right. that's so amazing. And I have to be, I have to be okay instead of going like, oh, but Angelique posts all these really cute yeah, yeah, pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or so-and-so doesn't post any pictures of their kid. Like instead of, of being like, well, who am I based on my my random projected analysis right. of these other people, I have to be like, no, no, sometimes it feels good. Sometimes it right. doesn't. And I think you leave it at that. And right. I think that cat, like it's so individual and yeah. the compare, like comparison is a nightmare on social media. We can't oh, yeah. do it. It'll kill you. It'll yeah. literally make you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And if you pay attention to like 
a person liking this or not liking right. that and why did they comment on hers and not mine right i mean what are we eight years old are I we on know. the playground like did you pull my ponytail like i don't know what to tell you yeah. like because we don't people have time are for that busy. yeah we're not we're busy not. and i think that like you've got to just put it out there on certain days and then leave it alone right and which I, is like everything in life right? it's everything it's everything and i put tried it out there your your ideas do your, your best. thoughts your personhood yep. your thing and and i all i would also say that i think people respond mostly to what you're saying like authentic you mm. like when i write a post that's like very wordy and kind of me like that's me mm -hmm. and i'm like working through it and right. like not perfect and like trying to get through my days right. and i think that people respond to that versus like a beautifully curated picture of like you know moss and you're like yeah. what are you grateful for like i would literally never do that <laughs> like some i would people that's some their people, jam that's their jam feels... and like i can tell people who that's at their actual jam or if they're trying to make it be their jam like right. that to me is fake and weird and like i don't know what you're trying to do i think i think healing and this kind of like i don't know spiritual revolution is very exciting and I love it. But I also mm -hmm. think that like social media is a platform where people can give a projected sense of self and it's actually not supported. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's just, you have to weed through it. And like, you know, I went through a major purge recently of like unfollowing people that made me angsty. Mm -hmm. Kind of similarly to like deleting people's text chains if they're not writing back. Cause it's like, I don't care about you. Like, let it go, right. get out of here. Get Put it out of your Put it out of my head. Yeah. yeah, yeah, put out your consciousness. It kind of feels good to like, clean sweep a little bit yeah 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 and so like on a daily yeah on my daily when basis you're, like now social media aside like when you're working on feeling like you and when you're working on like you know when you said you said twice now um if it feels yucky mm -hmm. like I'm wondering if you could go into that feeling and into the like f figuring out of how if something feels yucky or good like well, it's basically just um, yeah. Close your eyes. Take your like time. how? Well, it's like how do you feel? Yeah. Does it make you feel light and happy, or does it make you feel bogged down? Is there a pulling at your heartstrings? Is there like a a low grade depression? Mm. Is there a like a tension? A little maybe. tension. Mm. A little. Uh, is it negative like you just know the difference I mean I hope that most people are in tune with themselves enough to know mm -hmm. when something makes you feel good or bad and it, and Tej my teacher and Sarah would mm -hmm. say like everything in life you know mm -hmm. like if you just close your eyes you know how that makes you feel that's right. you know the issue you know the problem yeah but a lot of people don't want to handle it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to go there. It's too uncomfortable. Right. It's scary it's sometimes scary. to see problems. Right? And this can be as big as like a marriage or right. this can be as small as like that part doesn't feel right. I don't, I shouldn't go in for it. You know, whatever it is. Right. Or like, here's my question, like, or like I want, uh, to want, choose this orange over this orange at the grocery store. Right. right or like what kind of food do I want in my house what kind of car do I want to drive what kind of I mean do you go do you all of it all of it right? all of it yeah what makes you like I only drive white cars mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want something safely, only white because most white of my life is white yeah because it attracts the highest vibration it's right. the highest light so this is kundalini mm -hmm. um, philosophy it integrates too. into my whole life my whole house is like mostly white yeah lots of air lots of windows lots of space yeah same time it's grounding but um, I think that everything makes you feel a certain way. People make you feel a certain way. Social media, mm -hmm. talking, mm -hmm. being in traffic, all the things. Mm -hmm. And if we just went around paying more attention to like how we feel, mm -hmm. I think that most people would find ease in mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. But we, we constantly are battling with things that we don't really want to do or people we don't want to be around because we think we should or this – we got to get to the next thing. And it's it becomes like a – it's like a – there's so much that we're battling against and mm -hmm. I think that it it can be easier. And I'm saying this to myself as a good reminder that like life should actually be quite easy. Mm. And it's hard in LA and it's hard in, as an actor mm -hmm. out there. And like in any very competitive. Any competitive world. Position. position. It, it yeah. can be really hard. Especially because we for some reason give ourselves self-worth based on the getting of a job. Or the getting of the yeah, next. Yeah, so talk about how, in a, in how totally a big mistake that is. <laughs> that like you get aye, a, aye, like aye. it's not true, right? Like we've said it so many times on this podcast, but it's not true that when you get the thing that you think you want, all your problems go away. No, it makes me want to cry. I know. It makes me want to give 
little Angelique a hug, mm. an old sweet angel. My name was Angel when I was growing up mm. and all of the sweet actors out there and lawyers or whoever, every single comp- competitive, mm-hmm. you know, industry. Like, it's all going to be okay. And it makes me so sad because we're so hard on ourselves mm. and we we are constantly putting the answer away from ourselves when it's really just in us. Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you can remember that you're getting exactly what you need at the exact time that you need it, Mm -hmm. and it's all going to be okay. Just like give yourself a hug. Yeah. It makes me so sad. I know. Because we really are. We're like so rough on ourselves, right? Yeah. And the the job that you think you want, I will use acting since Mm -hmm. this is an acting Mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, The job or the car or the the girlfriend or the the bank account or whatever. The 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 number and the thing that that you you think you want is actually not going to make you happy or solve your problems. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do is figure out how to achieve the feeling that you Mm -hmm. think that thing is Mm -hmm. going to give you Mm -hmm. without it. Mm -hmm. Because I go back, I know this is like redundant and it sounds stupid, but it's like based on the law of attraction, like you have to feel good and you got to feel as if you have that girlfriend Mm -hmm. or that bank account Mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's easier said than done, but like, I also just think you can't fall apart every time you don't get your way. Mm. You can't fall apart Mm -hmm. because you got to keep going. Mm -hmm. And the people that keep going are the ones that make it. Right. So if you keep falling apart, guess what? There's five people that just took, you know, three more steps ahead of you. But but talk about that because sometimes things happen that are deeply disappointing right i mean i i literally lived through that i know so like you like five things in a row happen that are disappointing and how do you how do you cope with that how do you well i learned a lot from leslie khan about that just like going back to like acting should be fun do you Mm -hmm. like it Mm -hmm. is it Mm -hmm. still fun (laughs) yeah do you still love it right and you know i booked a show years ago and it got picked up to series without me you know, mm. things like this that are like devastating, devastating. at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a show that you're on gets canceled. You test 15 times. You don't get any of the mm-hmm. jobs, right? Like mm-hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. Not even that. Like you go in for a co-star and you don't get it. Yeah. Like whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I just You go think on seven interviews for s- Nike and they still don't fucking They hire still don't you. hire you. Yeah. Right. Or you don't get into grad school mm-hmm. or you don't get, you know. Oh, you, God. Or like people who like, it's yeah, a, like do like seven levels of the groundlings and then and don't, they don't get, get the into final the company. Sunday company or right. whatever. Right. The Sunday That's company. So, or, but like, sorry, I took it back to acting. <laughs> <laughs> but like. I go back to acting, but really it is in every walk of life. I mean, we get, we are profoundly disappointed sometimes. And I mean, I don't know. But like, I just feel like, isn't that life? I mean, honestly, like we are being super candid here. Yeah. Most of life is dealing with disappointment. Okay. And most of life is not getting what you want. Mm -hmm. So if you can get really good at that, Mm -hmm. then you're going to have a great life. Sure. Think about that. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I'm really great at handling anything that comes my way. Yeah. The good stuff is great, but I know it won't last and it's mm-hmm. going to go away. Mm-hmm. Even where I am right now, like I love my show. It's not going to go on for 100 years. <laughs> it's not going to go on until I am buried in the ground. Right. There will be an end date, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that. I'm already ready for that. Mm-hmm. There are also things that I've really wanted that I haven't gotten. A couple mm-hmm. of movie parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like my, I, don't, I mean, I can't think off the top of my head right now because I've, things are great it's right now but life. yeah in general like if you get good at the good and the bad mm-hmm. then everything's going to be much at least nicer mm-hmm. and easier to navigate what than... about shame shame of your behavior no like when you when the show went on without you so sometimes in hollywood oh, guys you do course. a pilot and then the pilot the show gets picked up and you're not well that's cast, ego or you get fired at the table reader right, 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 right. so many there's so many things there's so many things or like anyone you get a new job and you're so excited you tell all your family and friends and then two weeks later they're like we don't think it's working out so right. how do you deal with that kind of shame do you, do you feel that shame? well of course i mean who doesn't we're yeah. all we're human people so of yeah. course we have that and i think that it's um it's more than sh- I mean I, it is shame but it's mm-hmm. it's actually like being butt hurt right it's like our egos mm-hmm. being like <laughs> poor yeah. me I'm so right like that and-, and also then like poor me and also like fuck now I have to like tell my tell mom people. I'll never forget when Devious Maids my first pilot got picked up to series it was the night of my engagement party okay oh, wow. and there was like a hundred people coming mm-hmm. and it had just been announced in deadline that Lifetime bought 
this ABC pilot. Mm -hmm. And with that came a huge cut of money because Mm -hmm. Lifetime doesn't have as much as ABC. Uh So like four series regulars did not go with the show. Mm. And I was one of them. And it was like my name was listed. And I was like, how the yeah, how am I going to tell everyone? Yeah. Yeah. And you just do it. Like, it was awful. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it was the worst. And it kind of scarred me. Mm. But then I had some champagne and I told people (laughs) and I felt better. (laughs) Yeah. And your friends lift you up and you cry. Yeah. And you can't take away the uncomfortable parts of our lives. Like, that is going to happen time and time and time again. Mm Mm-hmm. So you've got to like just, I almost think embrace it yeah. and say to, you know, say to yourself, yeah, Angelique, this really fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. This is really bad. This is bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you, you're going to cry and it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be in a bad mood for like mm-hmm. a week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you'll move on. Yeah. But if you, instead of judging it yeah. and like saying you're such a loser, like, why are you feeling this way? Yeah. Why don't we just like go into it yeah. and say like, I really wanted that Nike internship. Yeah. And this is really sucks. But yeah. now how, and then what I always do is I go, now what? Okay, back on that horse. How mm-hmm. am I going to get the Adidas Nike, uh, the Adidas internship instead? How am I going to go to this other law firm instead? Right? Mm-hmm. You just like pick up the pieces and right. almost like it, it should actually give us fodder. Right. And kind of more motivation to get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And then I always think, okay, what did I learn? So that's one thing that I've I've taken from, I think my grandma, I don't know. But like, Every bad situation or job I didn't get or thing that didn't happen, I'm like, okay, why? Mm. And what did I learn going through that? Mm-hmm. I learned who my friends are. Mm-hmm. I learned that my husband is amazing and will hold me up no matter what. Mm-hmm. I learned that money doesn't matter. I learned I don't need that purse. Mm-hmm. I learned that none of this other stuff would have happened if I had gone to Atlanta mm-hmm. and done that show in Atlanta for four years. Right. So there's always everything's going to be okay in the end and if it's not okay then it's not the end right that's like literally what I say to myself all the time right like it's all going to be fine mm-hmm. it's just really really uncomfortable like a so lot of like, the time let me ask you because this is like my real life experience um very recently so okay. I there was a pilot that I tested for this is just last weekend I tested for this pilot um it was like a weird situation where they brought in our audition tapes to the test instead of like us going in for the test okay it was strange but it happened was it a single cam no multi-cam interesting so you never tested live that's weird no no live testing so they brought um, my tape into the 20th gals okay um and we love no in love we love love the 20th gals um and um and i didn't make it past studio now they took a couple chicks who I'll, t- I'll tell you who they are later. Um, beautiful, amazing actresses who we know um, to network. Um, and, you know, they were both blonde. They look nothing yeah, like me. Nothing it's like, like a you. different type. It's a whole other thing. It's yep. totally fine, right? Um, and so, and I'm like, fuck, you know, like that's a bummer because I really liked this pilot. Yep. I really dug it. Um, but, you know, the part that was the hardest for me was the fucking call with my agent who I love my agent. I love him. Like I've been with this guy, Scott Metzger is his name at Paradigm for, I mean, 12 years, 14 years. And I just, I am so devoted to him and he's such an amazing agent and human. And I mean, literally all of the things he's the best one. And the call from him, like where we've been through, you know, we've had so many losses. We've also had wins these losses it's like I feel like fuck I let you down of course that's of course what I feel like I let you but of course I didn't I no. mean it was just a type thing I like intellectually I'm like and he's like onwards you know they all say the same of onwards. course but like it, that's it it's like how, how do you can you so mm. so what I do right so I go like you know I, I go okay I'm feeling what am I feeling right, right. now I'm feeling disappointment but yep. I'm also feeling shame oh interesting. interesting so then I talk to my manager and I say to my manager dude I feel shame I feel disappointment I feel like I disappointed you guys and my manager who's also fucking incredible Chris right. Huvane he was one of two he bought my house I know it's funny? so crazy I know, I know. I know. it's such a small I know. so Chris goes it couldn't be further from the truth. You didn't disappoint us. And right. even though he, that could have just been lip service. I'm going to cry. That's like the nicest thing ever. I know ever. that I like aired my laundry. Right. You know, right. that I said, I'm scared to, of disappointing you, which is a really honest fucking thing It is thing very honest. <laughs> and also like a little. But that's what endears you to them, mm. A, and makes you you. That is so beautiful that you said that. And I would just say that to them, you already won. 
like to test for a huge sure. pilot this early is a big a big deal sure so they don't think of it as a loss they think so of it as like okay great so we got to get her another show obviously she's already testing this early i'm like very much an agent in my head i swear right. to god i think my next career i'll be like an agent or a casting director because yeah. i would just say okay that cat foster she killed it this and this it wasn't the type but let's where else can we find what where else can we plug her in right right and that's how you should be thinking like right. you need to be more business-minded and less emotional about your career i, I by the way a thousand percent you're okay. right i talked to my therapist about it <laughs> a thousand percent i need to do that um um i mean specifically i'll tell you like i you know oh god this is so <laughs> personal but basically like you know oh geez mom i love you so much but like my mom kind of liked my brother better than me <laughs> she would say she would deny it till the day she died but like they had a, let's just say this they had a very different relationship Got my it. mom and my brother which had by the way mom yeah. i don't know you yeah. but I do think that that's common between mothers and daughters versus mothers and, and sons. sons. Totally. It's like across the board. But I took very it common. very personally of course, as a child. Of course right? So did. I always have this like number one, number two thing. 100. And the fucking amount of times that I've been number two yep. to a job, right? That right. I've gotten like the silver yep. medal, which like in acting doesn't exist because like you just didn't get the job, but is like crazy, right? So like I'm working personally on, on stop being number two. Yeah, stop yeah. being number two, but also in fucking putting it in the right place so maybe I felt like number two as a kid with my mom right, right. but that but we're this is a business we're like right. in Hollywood like this is like a totally different situation if I don't get a job it's not because I was number two with my mom right if I don't get a job it's because whatever I wasn't the type or you know what I mean There's, like yeah. not, but I have to so I'm working on this but like I have to say you know my dis I've endured a lot of disappointment, disappointment. right and it's it, it but do you still love it yeah, of course. I Is still love it. I still do? do it. It's yeah. still my favorite thing and I'm still in it and whatever. But I, you know, it's, it's, I mean, even for me and I have like more fucking help in the world, like <laughs> therapists and energy people and like psychics and like friends. And I mean, like, I'm like acupuncturists and chiropractors. Sure. I mean, I have like you everything. Have a whole whole team. Coterie whole, of right. help, helpful humans. <laughs> my husband, I mean, he's like amazing. Even for me, it's really, you know, it gets, it, it gets hard. And so, by the way, while we're here, can you talk about what you tell your lovely Leslie Kahn students and how, and how that could translate to everyone in the world? Well, I tell them what I'm telling, what we're talking what we're about talking here. About yeah. 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 I mean, I basically say, cause I'm a teacher and I've taught there for five years now and I'm like listen we should say Leslie Kahn oh, is yeah. like let's call what the the one of the top comedy comedy training right. acting training school and she basically like I got recommended to go to her uh-huh. early on when I came in 2009 and I mm-hmm. went to this Brett and Daniel Greenstein oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's I got, who like, I was testing no for. I'm dying no are you yes, serious totally and they were basically like we don't know you you're brand new yeah but you're funny but not that funny uh-huh. like you need to get cleaner oh, you need to go to Leslie Kahn and they yeah. like told me Amazing. they're like you're gonna work but you need to go and like get like sharper yeah and I went to Leslie Kahn in like culottes and like a polo shirt. Like I was disgusting. <laughs> you guys like straight up. Don't I, judge yourself. I'm not judging myself. But I, I had come from um, New York and I was a Montessori preschool teacher and a nanny. Oh, so God, I was like because I, I kind of like did those side jobs as I was auditioning for theater. Mm-hmm. But again, I had this. She's like, I have never met someone who walked in my door like, here I am, Mm -hmm. like, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? Mm -hmm. And I told you, you need to lose five pounds and get, she did. She's like, you need to cut some layers. You're actually really pretty. And you could be like leading lady, but like you dress like, what does she say? Like a sidekick and you're not a sidekick. And I was like, okay. And I was like, great. And then I like did all the things. And Mm -hmm. then I took all the class, you know, I did, I'm, I love a list. Mm -hmm. Like tell me what to do. And I did it. Yeah. And the work, the work, the work. It's all about the work. Mm-hmm. Rehearse, rehearse, mm-hmm. rehearse. Get in it. Understand the jokes. Mm-hmm. Like da da da. Mm-hmm. So I did it, and then I started working. Yeah. So, but I never took it personally. Like I have been in class with people who were like, if Leslie Kahn said to them, "Lose five pounds, cut oh, your hair," yeah. they would fall apart yeah. and lose their minds yeah. and say, "Fuck this lady. She's the worst. Don't ever go there." And I'm like, "No, no, no. She literally changed my life." So yeah. between Tej and Leslie Kahn the kind of kismet of those two yeah. made, I feel like made Tej all the your difference. your teacher. Tej, and Kundal- mm-hmm. Yes. And then what I tell these students mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. 
because listen, there's a lot of egos and there's a lot By the way, of that's gimme, a masculine gimme, gimme, gimme and feminine right? nightmare. Yeah, like, Tej is a that's a real feminine force. Tej is very say. feminine, and I would say Leslie's very masculine. masculine. Right, so that's like a nice so it, integration it for you. Yeah, yeah, that was at the time and yeah. it continues to be. Yeah. But I basically tell these girls and men that I work with like you I don't know what it is about maybe my classes in particular are like LA but like there's a lot of like I deserve this mm. and I have worked so hard mm-hmm. and why am I not a star mm-hmm. and like I went in five times to that office mm-hmm. they should give me the job right, like right, that's right. I'm not exaggerating yeah. like that's literally how people think and feel it's, it's maybe a millennial thing too. it might be I'm millennial not judging thing. millennials you guys I'm, like, I'm not either I love all millennials yeah. but even my husband says in his world that there's like this entitlement mm-hmm. that's coming that's around everything which mm-hmm. is basically like if I do anything I deserve the thing and mm-hmm. I think that's because maybe they have not have not failed enough or they grew up in a world right where like things happen really quickly so like right. you can do very little like you can just like yep. do like one youtube video and then you become a huge star like, it's a like sensation the, right yeah. or like zuckerberg who like mm-hmm. inv- invents right. the thing and then you're a billionaire and then you're, yeah. right yeah. so i think that there's that mm-hmm. for sure and i would say that acting is not that like real hardcore like yeah. i went i've literally been acting my whole life yeah i went to high school studied acting like Mm -hmm. did a ton of plays I went to IU Mm -hmm. musical theater major Mm -hmm. I auditioned for 10 years in New York Mm -hmm. I booked my first series about what was that 2012 and I graduated in 2001 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like that's a long time yeah like I've been Mm -hmm. working yeah and now people are like oh my god but like you just moved here like how have you you're so much success I'm like I I'm 40 like what are you talking about yeah like it takes work and so I would say if you and I, I say to these people like who I teach like in general like you got to really love it and you got to mm-hmm. figure out a full life around you. You've got to have the whole support system, mm-hmm. the baby, the mm-hmm. thing. Like mm-hmm. don't wait on any of that for mm-hmm. the career. Don't wait on it to like get the job and then you can live your life. Right. Do it all. Be a full person and mm-hmm. bring that full person into the room with you. Mm-hmm. If you walk in where you need this part or you're going to die, mm-hmm. they will literally run screaming away from you right. that's terrifying because right. then you're like a psycho actor don't do that right um have fun be easy let it go don't care mm-hmm. like do the test mm-hmm. and then understand it's a business and you can feel sad for a minute but then go get a milkshake and yeah. that's it who cares yeah you're a full person i think that's a just like person. a really simple and beautiful way to put it i like, think that and that's what i normally would say about me as a, per, a, a very full life very yeah. full where acting is my job yeah that's part of the things that I do right but I also can teach kundalini yoga I also was a Montessori teacher I also catered for years I was a nanny I also you know my family owns properties and I'm learning about property management like I'm you know I'm I'm not limited to like needing to be employed by acting do I love it yes and is it the best yes but also it's the internal work that you do right I mean it's like really like this the the kundalini and I know that's like your main jam for your internal sort of exploration and soothing and and it is um I mean that's a that's a really that's an inside job I mean, you know, you listed like a ton of different job jobs, but like in terms of you being a full person, like it's not just about those outside things. It's about like your work on your insides. On myself, right. Which which is significant. And I work hard on my insides and Mm -hmm. I do it daily. It's a daily practice. And when I don't do it hard enough or long enough, I can feel it. Can you just talk about your daily practice? I would say I do like a version of a sadhana, Mm -hmm. not always at 4 a.m., but Mm -hmm. like a earlier like a 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I do my I do a couple of warm-ups mm-hmm. which are usually cat cow mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. ego eradicator just to set my third eye mm-hmm. and to open my 10th gate to go out in the world and be open mm-hmm. and then fists of anger because mm-hmm. I we all have anger we have fire, yeah. and let's get it out early so we can go about our day mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I do a meditation which is usually a prosperity meditation or a deep internal um, intuitive knowing meditation mm-hmm. that I work with mm-hmm. frequently mm-hmm. And that's it. Like usually my meditation is about 20 minutes in the morning. I don't, It's not TM where you do 20 minutes in 20 minutes. Yeah. But then throughout the day, if I check in, I always play. I mean, this is, I play a lot of mantra. So I play Beautiful. mantra in my in home, your car. Yeah. in my car, mm-hmm. so that it's kind of a map for the mind mm-hmm. and it keeps you from spiraling out. So mantra like, literally means a vehicle, vehicle, vehicle for the mind. For the mind. Yeah. So it literally keeps you driving mm-hmm. like in the way you should be going instead right. of like spiraling off. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of different mantras. I love, they're all over Spotify, but I love Kundalini mantras. And um, 
I feel like that's how I get through my days. Mm -hmm. And when I don't, if there's ever a day where I can't meditate or something happens, mm -hmm. um, I feel it. Yeah. My husband will call me out oh, on yeah. it. He'll be like, did you meditate yet? And yeah. he can totally tell if I'm in it or not. And then twice a year I do like very deep meditations, which are called tantric yoga, but they're like 10 to 12 hour partner meditations and mm -hmm. held at UCLA. And I've gone to uh, summer solstice a couple of times, but that's like, kind of an immersive situation where I really go deep and mm -hmm. I have to do that. I know mm -hmm. myself well enough now, I've been doing it for 10 years, mm -hmm. that this is something that I need to reset mm -hmm. and to really remember that none of it matters. Mm -hmm. It's all fine. Mm -hmm. It all goes away. Mm -hmm. We're all going to die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and let's just get back to you. Mm -hmm. And if I can't get back to me, mm -hmm. then all the rest of it goes away. Oh my god! Did you just get moved? I just yeah, I'm felt like crying so hard. Yeah, I know it makes me very emotional. Yeah, and I think that's how I'm able to um, kind of go through this world and this life like not scared and kind of just leading with heart and love and knowing mm -hmm. that like some people aren't going to like me and some people are going to not text me back. Mm -hmm. But I know at the core of it that I'm like a good person, a good friend, a good mother, a good wife. Mm -hmm. I show up, I do the work, mm -hmm. and all that will probably lead to something great and if not i have a great time doing well it, it already has it already has yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god i love you so much right now <laughs> you guys were both in tears we're it's both fine crying. it's yeah. really sweet it could be the hormones yeah but it's no hormones. but it's like it's working through you know like we are going back to the victor frankl quote those who are to give light must endure the burning there's a lot of feeling we have a lot yeah. of feeling as human beings we're we're human beings and human bodies there's lots of feelings yeah. happening it's a fucking crazy ass world out there and we're all really like really doing our best just doing our best every yeah. day yeah 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 that's what it is i think that's like such a nice place to end okay i love it okay <laughs> i'm so happy thank you Sat for doing this this show. was so Sat beautiful Nam. yeah super do you have more to say no okay great no right. well, i'm well you can do a part two if you, if you <laughs> yeah yeah okay good thank you bye guys bye. bye that's our show thanks for listening Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IamCatFoster and reach out to us using the hashtag ActingRealPod. For links and recommendations from this week's episode, visit ActingRealPodcast.com. Episodes go up on Mondays. Subscribe to the show and rate and review us. It would mean so, so much to us if you did. This podcast is produced by Hanami Sutton and Chris Mako with technical assistance by David O'Hara and music by Sean Hokinson. We love you guys. We really, really do. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.